Hey, this is Jamie from Green River Ordnance. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Trick or treat, Lone Star Radio listeners. This is Dick, the general manager, taking this quick moment to remind you that Lone Star Community Radio is looking to fill some of our talk show slots along with some of our DJ slots. We have a new show airing on the 10th, Making Connections with Stacey Harris, which will air every second Tuesday of the month at 1 p.m. Make sure to check it out along with our other programs on Lone Star Community Radio. For more information on Lone Star Community Radio, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. And again, if you're interested in doing something with us, Call the station, 936-647-3776. Thanks for checking out this recording, and I hope you guys enjoy. And good afternoon. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez and the Hispanic Chamber Connection radio program designed for the members of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, but if also you're a member of the Katy Hispanic Chamber of the uh, Vintage Park Hispanic Chamber of the Heights or of the Galleria. You are more than welcome to be a part of this show. All you need to do is just send me an email. Let me know. Reach me. Reach out. Insist. Because I've had people say, I can't reach you, Carlos. And the thing is, what I always say is, you know, 80% of all my communication with the world is online. So, so and, and in general, it's not on the phone. It's more on either Facebook or instant message or text, et cetera, et cetera. So, just keep insisting and you'll find me, I'm sure, And uh, because we do over 40 events per month. So really, it's hard to not reach me. So if you're saying you can't reach me, it's because you don't leave your home or your office, uh, because we're everywhere. Uh, with that said, this program uh, is is uh, really, really made possible because of our sponsors and the people that support us. And it's, it's a real treat that today we have those sponsors, uh, our title sponsors here today. And that's the Amel Agency with Leonard Amel and with Celeste Gomez. We'll get back to, we'll talk to you guys in a little bit, uh, guys, uh, about your agency and everything else. But Leonard and Celeste, thank you for being on the show and welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Okay. <laughs> so that was a, kind of your cue. Come on in. Okay. So I, I did have a couple of questions, but before I start asking my questions and, and just really engaging in, in the agency itself, uh, I think it's, it's important to make it clear to our audience that Amel, is that a Hispanic name? It, it actually, well, it, it actually is. I mean, it's from Catalonia. Oh, that sounds like Spanish. Yes. Uh, so it's it's Catalan. It actually, it, it's pronunciated Ameye. There you go. Yeah. That makes more so, sense. And the yeah. thing is, and the reason I ask is because some people, well, what about a mill? You know, are they, it's, it's so strange how sometimes, uh, because this organization is called Hispanic Chamber, there are folks that do get offended when they realize that some people in our chamber are not Hispanic even though about about 60 to 70% of all the people that show up and participate are not Hispanic. They tend to be more of the American Anglo sort of mainstream. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about this earlier. It, it, it's important that it be that way because that's the market all of us want to be a part of. You know, we're not an exclusive or we're not a, a, an ethnic exclusive group. And I'll never be that. Uh, there are organizations in town that are ethnic exclusive. And when you show up to those things, you know, if I want to be ignored, I go to those groups and I guarantee you they'll ignore me just because they see you show up different because I don't look necessarily Hispanic, but I go to Hispanic groups. Uh, there are some out there. I won't mention many names, but NHPO. Ever heard of NHPO? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. So that, they're, they're nice people. Yeah. No, no, no mean to offend, 
But when I go to their events, I go there for therapy because that's how <laughs> I become humble is when people ignore me. And I walk in and the leadership won't talk to me, even though online they invite me and stuff. So for me, it matters that whomever shows up, no matter what your ethnicity, no matter what it is, we address you and we, we honor you by, by acknowledging you, you know? Well, I find that encouraging. I mean, you know, being Hispanic in the state of Texas um, and with an organization with the, the word Hispanic, the fact that so many, you know, Anglo-Americans mm -hmm. want to go to the chamber, I think is fantastic. They obviously want to be uh, more involved, right. more a part of the Hispanic culture. So yeah. I find that encouraging. They're the ones reaching out. Definitely. Right? And so I tell people that are, who are Hispanic, you know, come talk to us, see what we're doing. And, and realize, because also cultural factors that a lot of folks that are first generation think that networking is kind of a waste of time. Mm -hmm. And I always tell them, it's not about the food, so you don't have to, you know, it's not about the people, it's about the business and about you understanding how to conduct business. Because uh, that's, that's a big deal. Understanding how to behave like a business person yeah. is very different than just showing up and eating the rubber chicken, you know, <laughs> which is what a lot of folks do. And that is a waste of time. Yes. Anyway, all right. So let me tell you about some of the events going on uh, this, this week because we have a lot of events. And that's one thing that, that we always pride ourselves in, and that if a member or someone wants to network and wants to really get involved, there's so many different ways of doing it. And one of the big benefits members get is that no matter what the size of your business is, you always have one ribbon cutting per year. So for example, if you're going on your second year and you want another ribbon cutting, we'll do an anniversary ribbon cutting or something, a reception for you and your business. So tonight we have... Uh, Aracela Shaw. Do you guys know Aracela? Yes. Of course, definitely. So Aracela Shaw is doing her ribbon cutting, and she's promised to have really good food. I'm not sure what she's going to buy or she's going to make, rather. She's going to make it. Something like albondigas or something. I'm not sure. Anyway, she's going to make some real food, she said, and Mexican conchas and sweetbread. So anyway, she's doing a ribbon cutting tonight, and that's at 5.30 p.m. at the chamber offices. And the biggest benefit to a ribbon cutting, obviously, is that we put all of our attention and all of our effort in your business. You know, everybody shows up to honor you. So everything from the chaplain who prays for us all the way to the folks that, that come in and bring door prizes, it's all in your honor. So that's why we do it, you know. I remember when we did yours, Leo, uh, you guys had some really good food. We did. It was actually uh, catered by my father-in-law. Uh, true. Yeah, Catering Delights. It's a, it's a local catering company. He's He's been doing it for over 15 years. Uh, fantastic food located right here in the woodlands. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Is he the same guy that does the tamales or no? No, that's my dad. <laughs> Father-in-law? Father-in-law. Father. -in -law. Father, -in -law. Father. So yeah. you guys yeah. all have culinary backgrounds. We've got we've got the food covered when we have parties. You know, okay. Yeah. All right. So so catering. There's a there's a there's a company called Roberto's Roberto's La Cocina de Roberto. Uh -huh. He also does catering. But the thing is he's the only one right now that I know of in the chamber that actually offers that service. So, so your dad wouldn't be far off, or your dad-in-law yeah. wouldn't be far off if he actually sent somebody to represent at some point. Definitely. Because, because we're doing a lot of, we do so many events where we need food. It's, it's right. unbelievable, mm -hmm. especially now as we go into the holidays. Okay. You know? yeah. So anyway, all right. So tonight is Aracela, Aracela, Aracela Shaw, Aricela. All right. And she is kind of bilingual. Mm -hmm. Kind of bilingual means a lot of things. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a second, just so that the market understands. The people listening to us, by the way, our members and also folks that are interested in our chamber just want to check out what we're doing. So, so being kind of bilingual is important to understand. I have heard, and, and, and so I, I get all, you know, not upset, but I say, wow, who put that person in charge? When folks that say they're bilingual have big responsibilities and are not bilingual. 
you know, they learned, they learned Spanish like when they were kids and that's, that's the level they reached. And now they're an executive director at something they're supposed to use big words and they can't. Have you heard that before? Most definitely. Yes. <laughs> Give yeah. me your opinion about that. Cause you're looking at me like I'm crazy. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I, I think it all just really depends on, on the scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think if, if, if you're selling yourself as being bilingual, then you really should be. Right. And if, and if you're not, then you need to kind of disclose that as well. You have to say you're yeah. kind of bilingual. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I know for, for Celeste and I, I would say probably 60% of what we do mm-hmm. is, is in Spanish. Entirely in Spanish. Entirely you have in to Spanish, know that Spanish. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but for example, like in my household, my, you know, my mother's Puerto Rican and my father's Dominican, they spoke to us in Spanish, but for whatever reason, I was, I think, a little embarrassed growing mm, up sure, because sure. most of the people I went to school with were, were Anglo. I always responded to them in English. Mm. And it wasn't until high school that I finally realized, hey, you know, I, I need to, I want to learn Spanish. I mean, I want to speak it fl- fluently, correctly, and in and, and the corporate mm-hmm. environment. Sure. You know what I mean? So I think it's very important. Because yeah. I've done that. I, I've worked with people as a professional coach or business coach. I've actually worked with folks or executives or folks that, that in like your scenario, who grew up with some Spanish are, are deemed bilingual then they get up in front of the groups of people and say things that are not bilingual at all right. they're just kind of making it up a little bit if they have that self-awareness to to gain the knowledge then they can correct it you know sure. it's when i see things i don't know if you've ever seen the celeste on, on like on television there's somebody that's supposed to be speaking to the, to the hispanic community in spanish and they're just awful it's more like spanglish that they're speaking but not even that they're making up words right yeah they say stuff that's like what <laughs> and it, it matters depending on mm-hmm. the customer on your audience mm-hmm. um, a lot of like you said first generation uh, people that we have as customers from mexico or other uh, latin countries when you tell them you're bilingual they said really and then they want to start speaking with you in spanish yeah, they start- and they expect for you to Speak perfect Spanish, yeah. write it. And that's, that's the part that to me is really cool because I can do that. I went to school, right. high school and college in Mexico, and I did more stuff here. Yeah. Um, when people do not challenge you, but they do start asking you words in Spanish and stuff to use your Spanish. And, and when you can address them in Spanish, that's that's high level Spanish as well. Yeah. I think it's, 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 there's a lot of satisfaction in being able to do that. It's not easy, though, no. because I got to tell you, I mean, you guys know this at least 70% of all the people that would say they're bilingual really aren't. Right. Because you really Definitely. have to go to school to understand all kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. Nuance, you know. Right. Anyway, that's our little piece on being bilingual, ladies and gentlemen. So now you know, the Amel Agency is bilingual. So if you have any, any people who speak Spanish, uh, it's a good idea to, to understand that folks want important information, like insurance information, in their native language. Right. So that's why it's cool Definitely. that you guys are, are Spanish speakers. Okay, so we said, Aracela Shaw, kind of bilingual. I think she's pretty good, and that's tonight. So I'm not trying to offend or anything, but you know, you know what I'm saying. It's it's a matter of of, of practice and practice and practice. All right, tomorrow, tomorrow's what Thursday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, oh, I'm saying Wednesday. that's true. You know, it was weird because yesterday when I was driving to the office yesterday, there was nothing on the streets, no people, and I thought, oh my god, is this is this Sunday? You know, I started thinking maybe my mind is going, something's going. It was Columbus Day, yeah. which is a whole other story, what Columbus Day really is. That's a whole different segment of the show. <laughs> Boom. I don't think we'd be able to cover it in this segment. Not, not today. <laughs> but, okay, so tomorrow, though, tomorrow, Wednesday, we have lunch at Katie. Lunch in Katie, and that's uh, from 1130 to 1 p.m. at Rudy's Barbecue. You guys have gone to Rudy's. Oh, yeah. Yes. Great barbecue. It's great food. Great you know, food. And, and uh, Katie's growing. So, so, Katie, I mean, if you look at the woodlands, today we went, we had a meeting today, we had about 30 people. Mm-hmm. Last week, we had about 50 people. It was just insane how many people are coming to our meetings. Mm-hmm. Katie is is uh, is growing up to that, you know? So the, so the potential in all our venues 
is to have 30 to 50 people at each meeting. You know, so it's just a matter of a little bit of time. So tomorrow we have lunch, Katie. Then tomorrow night, we have after hours networking at Pilatos. Pilotas. 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 I always say it wrong. Yeah, I know. Pilotas, Pilotas. Yeah. It's potato, potato, but still the food is great. They have, oh, they have the best dessert. Have you ever had that mud? It's like a mud pie dessert. It's, Don't it's, say that, man. I haven't had breakfast yet. Okay. It's incredible. Sorry. <laughs> I haven't had lunch, rather. I can't oh. eat during the lunch meetings. <laughs> yeah. I have to be running around. But you're right. What I love about really them is, the, is the, the chicken parmesan. Mm-hmm. They're really good. They have great food. And, yeah. and, and so Pilatos is a member of our Chamber of Commerce. And so tomorrow night, we're doing an after-hours networking event there. And that's from 5.30 to 7.30. Basically, everybody shows up and, and networks and drinks and has fun. We don't do a lot of after-hours events because for us, after-hours is not as effective as, as during the day. That's because most of our members are business owners or people who work during the day. Mm-hmm. And they just don't show up in the afternoons because they've got babies. How many babies do you have, Celeste? I have four children. Oh, One baby. Children. Oh, that's true. <laughs> They're not all your babies, though? They're all my babies, They're, yes. Okay. So the young one is how old? The young one is going to be a year on the 20th. Listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. Celeste was networking when she was when her baby was like two months old. You were already out there doing your thing. I was, yeah. How do you, how do you, how do you do that? I, I could never understand. It was, I'm not, a, I was never a father, right? So I'm not going to have babies, but I don't understand how you can, how you can stand it to be, a, to be, a, you know, away from your baby, networking with all these people and doing your job. That, that wasn't that tough for you? I mean, it is. You always have the mom guilt, you know, that when you go to work, you have to leave them with someone mm. and you're away from them, but. They're also my motivation or the reason that I try to do the best I can at work. Sure. So, yeah, you just have to balance it. You know, when, when I'm at work, my focus is on work. And then when I'm at home, it's, it's all about them. Okay, very good. So there you go. Very devoted mom also, ladies and gentlemen. That matters when you're selecting your insurance agent. So we talked about uh, tomorrow. We talked about Wednesday. That Tomorrow is Wednesday. Uh, Katie. On Thursday, we're in Vintage Park. Vintage Park, that's for lunch. And on Friday, we have the speaker series. When we come back from break, actually, you can tell us a little bit about the speaker series. And when we come back from break, I'll ask you more questions. So what is the speaker series that we have on Friday? And it's going to be a Momentum title at 1130 a.m., mm-hmm. free. Tell us, tell us what it is. It is free. It's a speaker series. Um, it's called Lunch with Leaders. And every month we have a different speaker. And it's all about small business. So different topics to help small business. Um, and it's catered by La Cocina de Roberto. So mm-hmm. you just have to RSVP. Yeah, great food. I'm going to go there. Free lunch, man. Why not? Yeah. And uh, tomorrow, uh, Elizabeth Griever with Everson Cooper is going to be Friday. Our, I'm sorry, Friday. It's going to be our speaker. Elizabeth so. Cooper, no. Elizabeth Griever with Everson Cooper will be the speaker. And she she is a real estate investor here local. She buys mm-hmm. homes as is. Yeah. So she has a lot of great things to help uh, small business owners with negotiation. That's Friday. And that's the topic you're negotiating. Very good. So when we come back from break, then we're going to learn more about the ML agency, about the, th- the goals you guys have, the things that are coming up. So we'll be right back. Please stay with us. Hey, guys. I'm Joey Savage. Corey DLG. We are Nerd Thug Radio. Catch us every Monday from 1 to 3 and check out our website, nerdthugradio.com. We like to talk about quilting, horseback riding, and baking quiche. Actually, we don't, but we do like talking nerdy to you. That's right. Every Monday from 1 to 3 p.m., hashtag talking nerdy to you. Looking for a bilingual insurance company in the Montgomery County area? Since 2006, the Amel Agency is a family-owned insurance agency, and it all started with Leonard Amel. Now working with three full-time agents, offering home, auto, life, and umbrella insurance, the Amel Agency works with you to provide the insurance you need. 
Whether it be for your business or personal needs, they put that need first. The email agency of the Woodlands is open Monday to Friday from 8 to 5. 832-525-5656. Or email them anytime at info at mlagency.com to answer any of your questions. For more information on location and inquiries, look up ML Agency online at mlagency.com. The ML Agency, Montgomery County's bilingual insurance agency. And we're back. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the uh, Hispanic Timber Connection radio show. I'm here with the ML Agency, with Leonard Amell, with Celeste Gomez. We're going to get to their phone number and how to reach them, how to talk to them. But before that, I, I think there's some important uh, things that come with culture. And I like, this is the part of the show I like, that, that we can actually talk about, you know, what, how we grow up and, and we don't have a condition or anything like that. It's just that when you grow up in a multicultural household or in a, or in a home where, where Spanish or English are the preference, it, it does something. It's, it's a really unusual thing. Like when I was growing up, I grew up in East L.A. East Los Angeles is kind of the epicenter for all the Hispanics in America. It's like we all came from there. You know, well, 60% of all Hispanics are of Mexican descent, if not more, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I think it's higher. But nonetheless, in Los Angeles, where I grew up, I didn't speak Spanish but I could communicate with my parents who didn't speak English. So I would speak to my parents in English. I would respond in English. They would speak to me in Spanish, like, Carlos, eh, whatever. And I'd say, yes, mom, and you know, all in English. But later on in life, when I was like 13, we moved to Mexico, where they spoke Spanish, and I didn't speak a lick of Spanish. So I went to school, like to high school in Mexico, and I was made fun of no end by the kids, because to learn Spanish, I mean, you know, what I decided to do as a result of all the fun they made of me, I got mad and I decided to learn better Spanish than them. So I mastered linguistics and I did all kinds of stuff just to really learn it. Because when I was growing up, speaking Spanish, like la mano, right? The, the gender stuff, like la mano, los dedos, las uñas, you know, mm-hmm. male, female, body part. You know, everything is either male or it's female, but it's not neutral like in, in English. Mm-hmm. All this mess that, that Spanish is, I was immersed in that, but I struggled with it for years. So that was kind of my upbringing. And I know, Leo, you had something similar or some situations also with you, you being uh, part Dominican and part uh, Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. which is a, is a, a very cool combination because it's you're, you're kind of the Caribbean guy. So we typically speak. make really good baseball players, but right. for whatever reason, I stunk. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and, and I'm left-handed. So. And you're left-handed. It's even worse. No. <laughs> I was a huge disappointment to my father. <laughs> that actually happens, you know, especially when... You know, yes, when, when the kids don't come up to be, you know, six foot five, you know, um, whatever. So, okay. Or soccer players. So tell us about that, Leo. How, how was it growing up? Uh, you know, so uh, it, it was definitely different. I mean, we grew up on, on 1960. My dad mm-hmm. was uh, one of the first cardiologists on 1960 mm-hmm. at Northwest Medical Center. And uh, we were very fortunate. I mean, blessed. I mean, he sent us to all the best schools. So I went to, you know, St. Edwards Elementary, Elizabeth Ann Seton Junior High, St. Thomas High School. Uh, but typically, I was always, I, well, for example, at St. Edwards, I was probably the only Hispanic. Wow. And yeah. uh, and so, you know, my mom, she'd pick us up. She would always communicate to us in, in Spanish, and I would always tell her to, to speak to us yeah, in yeah. English. You know, yeah. I was embarrassed. Uh, but as I as I developed and, and grew older, um, I realized that it, it, it's nothing to be embarrassed about. Right. It's actually a blessing, mm-hmm. a blessing. You know, eating arroz con gandules, I mean, wow, tostones. Like Puerto Rican. You know what I mean? Like eating our food, our culture, mm-hmm. being, you know, enjoying the sports, having great baseball players, 
you know, I, I started appreciating it. Mm-hmm. And from from then on, I made a commitment. I was like, I'm, you know, I'm going to improve my Spanish, sure. similar to, mm-hmm. to what you did. And, and so uh, that that really changed for me. Mm-hmm. But bring, growing up in the late 70s, early 80s, yeah. in the spring area, being Hispanic w- was difficult for me. That's like being a six foot four, 150 pound white guy in Mexico. <laughs> that was me. Yeah. And when I was in high school, I mean, I, I yeah. was just this tall, thin, thin, knowing I couldn't speak Spanish. I spoke really terrible Spanish. So, so you find that a challenge. And I still remember the day when in America, when I came back to the U.S. and, and was living here, when I decided to take advantage of the fact that I'm Hispanic to do a career. Mm-hmm. So, you know, after, you know, I started my company that had to do with, with leadership and with working with Spanish speakers and later with the Chamber of Commerce. I said, I'm going to do this for Hispanic because I get it. I, I get both cultures and I can actually help others with that, too. Definitely. And I would say, I, I don't know how you feel, Celeste, but probably 60 percent mm-hmm. of, of our clients are are, are Hispanic or mm-hmm. Spanish speakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So had I not engulfed myself in, in that and uh, and committed myself to learning Spanish, I'd be losing a lot of a lot of business. Absolutely. So, so is that. With you, with you, with not your babies, with your kids, with your children, how do you find that dynamic going on in your family right now? Well, um, my children understand Spanish. Mm-hmm. They don't speak it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that really falls back on on us as parents. We need to, I'm trying to get them to speak mm-hmm. more in Spanish. For me growing up, I remember my dad, we would get home and if my brothers and I started talking English to each other, he would say no. Really? Spanish at home. I just want you to speak Spanish because when you go to school, it's all in English and I don't want you to lose that. And and I know we resented that. We're like, well, why? You know, why is that being like that? But now looking back, I really I'm, I'm grateful that he did that for us because I've been asked by customers. I tell you, sometimes they're like, where uh, when I start talking to him in Spanish, are you from Mexico? Where were you born? Right. I, said, I, I was born here, but my parents are from Mexico. They're they love the fact that mm-hmm. I can speak proper Spanish. And that all goes back to my dad. You know, know, that's a big deal. And we say this over and over again, but there are folks that wish they could do more with the Spanish. And I always tell them, you know, you have to read it and and you actually have to live it because it's not it's not enough to to speak broken Spanish with friends. Uh, But there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, you know, we appreciate every level, Mm -hmm. every level, because we even have somebody here in the studio who wishes he learned Spanish, but never did. He loves the tacos. (laughs) But, you know, Jake, Jake, our producer, come on, Jake, what's the deal I, with you, man? I, I took four years of it in college. Oh, my God. Look at that. <laughs> there you go. So can you order beer in Spanish? Yeah, un cerveza, por favor. <laughs> Close. Okay. I think, I think the waiter or waitress would smile and say, okay, we'll get you a cerveza. The cerveza. <laughs> <laughs> but, see, so, all, you know, that's the bigger thing, too, just to understand business is done, you know, with people who are, who are, who are nice to you, who are sympathetic, and, and who get it, you know, at the higher level. With things like ins- like insurance, health insurance, and even healthcare, uh, law, etc., people do want a more refined sort of level of Spanish. If you're going to say you're you're, you're bilingual, otherwise, don't say you're bilingual because mm-hmm. then you'll get the weirdness that comes with not speaking well and and people asking you questions with technicalities you can't answer. You know. So anyway, all right. So that that's interesting. Okay. So the ML agency, the ML agency is uh, you guys are focused primarily not only not primarily you basically are a full service agency. Yes, that's, that's correct. I mean, we've, uh, we're coming up on 12 years being in the industry. Uh, we're, uh, currently with a farmer's insurance agency, uh, but come November 1st, we're, we're going independent. Um, so it'll change as far as uh, personal lines will go. Um, as far as personal lines we'll be offering, which that's the last department. She's, she's head of the personal lines department, but she'll be working come November 1st with 
the travelers, the Safeco's, offering new customers a lot of different options. Uh, commercially, it, nothing will really change. Uh, quite honestly, a lot of what I do from uh, insuring uh, pipelines and Freeport to commercial auto tow trucks uh, will, will be uh, staying the same. You know, we already do that with a lot of different carriers. How can somebody get a hold of you guys if they want to talk to you? Uh, yeah, so we can be reached at uh, 832-525-5656. Uh, that will be a, a good number for us November uh, 1st. As of now, we can be reached at 832-299-6640. Very good. So this is the ML Agency, and you're right here in the woodlands. Right off of uh, Sawdust. Very good. Yeah. So so once this whole transaction or transition occurs, How's that going to change my coverage? Will it change my coverage or anything? Or, or is that going to be, is there going to be a difference? Or will I notice it? Uh, it, it really depends on, on who you're with. So um, your, your coverages won't, won't, you know, change at all. Uh, with, with farmers, so for example, clients that we, we do have with farmers, mm -hmm. we have what's called a, a no compete, uh, no solicitation clause. So for one year, uh, we can't, uh, you know, talk or, or go after the, those clients. But we're definitely, you know, letting people know and, hey, you know, after that year, we're definitely going to solicit and, and try to get, you know, try to get their business. Sure, sure. Uh, but um, a lot of customers, again, a big portion of what we do is, is commercial. Uh, a lot of policies that, uh, that were underwritten under other companies that farmers uh, couldn't do. So um, we'll be keeping those, those clients. And then a lot of what Celeste has done uh, with, with Harris County, she's written a lot. We've been able to, she's been able to write a lot of business in Harris County outside of farmers because mm. they, they allowed us to do that. So that business will be keeping as well. And that's well. important. I mean, one of the things that, that I'm sure you found this also is that Hispanic uh, business owners and Hispanic folks in general are very loyal to, to, uh, to you once, once you've got their business, you know, once you start addressing their needs or helping them out, what has been your, your experience? Yeah, they are very loyal, and then they will refer you to all their uh, friends and family. Yes, for sure, and that's important. Yeah. You, know? you just have to uh, gain their trust, be honest, be mm -hmm. upfront with them, mm -hmm. and take the time to explain what the policy coverages are, and they appreciate that. And that's a big deal because we've heard, you know, through the chamber, we've heard different things about other agencies and other people who really don't care about their customers and, and who will who will drop them at, at the drop of a hat. But, you know, mm -hmm. after Harvey, for instance, there were people that were canceled just arbitrarily. And uh, it's, that's why it's so important to understand the, the, that or to, or to get to know your agent mm -hmm. and to get to know uh, their heart. Like th that's why we ask you questions like that about, about you know, your backgrounds and stuff like that. Just so that people will know that you guys are, are not only vetted with our chamber, but you're also we're all vested with each other. It's, it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. I did want to ask before we go on break a couple of other things. One was, uh, Celeste, could you please tell us about Montes? Because we, we have a member in our Chamber of Commerce who can drink that salsa that your parents <laughs> make, uh, it, it's like with a straw. I can't drink that stuff without my sinuses going blank for like three days. But it's know? good for your sinuses. It, it, well, it, it clears, clears them out. It clears them, but it, but clears it them out. It doesn't clear them out. It blows them out like, boof, you know? Tell us about these tamales. Uh, how long have they been making them? How can somebody order them? They've been making them for over 30 years. Mm. It's my parents' business. Tamales Montes is the name tamales of Tamales Montes. Mm -hmm, as the name of the company. And it, they're homemade. My parents have been making those. They make them at home. My mom, my mom makes the green salsa. I can't wow. drink it myself either. It's too yeah. spicy for me, but I, I love it. everybody yeah. loves it. It makes your pantai just go bananas for <laughs> sure. So, yeah. well, a big shout out to Tommy Peters, who, who is one of your biggest fans. Yeah. Uh, I know that he'll drink that stuff. I and mean, he's a gringo, right? But he does like, he can do that. I could never do something like that. Anyway, <laughs> with that, with that, when we come back, we're going to talk a lot more about, about the ML agency, about some things, about how people can get involved with you. Uh, and so we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. 
when we come back. So please stay with us. Thank you. It's me, C.C. Holmes, and I would personally like to take this time to invite you, that's right, you, to join me every Saturday and Sunday from 3 until 7 p.m., where I will bring you the very best, the very best of smooth jazz, classic jazz, and indeed, yes, the soulful sounds of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. So come along and get jazzy with me, that's right, jazzy, (laughs) right here, of course, on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM, or worldwide at IRLongstar.com. Looking for a bilingual insurance company in the Montgomery County area? Since 2006, the Amell Agency is a family-owned insurance agency, and it all started with Leonard Amell. Now working with three full-time agents, offering home, auto, life, and umbrella insurance, the Amell Agency works with you to provide the insurance you need. Whether it be for your business or personal needs, they put that need first. The Amell Agency of the Woodlands is open Monday to Friday from 8 to 5. 832-525. 5656 or email them anytime at info at mlagency.com to answer any of your questions. For more information on location and inquiries, look up ML Agency online at mlagency.com. The ML Agency, Montgomery County's bilingual insurance agency. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. And we're back. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez here with the Amel Agency. Leonard. Leonardo. Leonard. Leonard. Or Ameying in, in Catalan. In Catalan, which That's, is from Spain, which Espana. is when people don't like. Okay, I've heard this too. I'm not sure you guys have heard this, but I've heard this before. When people don't like to say that they're from from the Dominican or from Puerto Rico, or when they don't like to say they're from Mexico or Latin America, they'll say, "I'm from Spain." Like it's some big thing. People who are from Spain are actually the reason why the word Hispanic exists mm-hmm. because it's of Spanish descent. So, guys, if you're from Spain or if you're from Dominican or if you're from wherever you are. We love you anyway, so it's okay. You don't have to ever deny. I never deny. I don't care. I mean, you know, uh, especially now. To me, it's, it's it's actually more important now that people understand and know that I'm Hispanic than before. Mm-hmm. It's weird. With, with time, it, it grows on you. Growing up, I just said I was Italian. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so dark? Oh, right. my family's from Southern Italy. Uh, that, you know, and people, and, and at the same time, they know you're lying. But you know. Exactly. So, yes. So, so um, I was asking you guys before the break, just about about your agency and about some of the stuff that you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. So you're 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 um, are you relocating your office? Are you changing? No. So we're we're staying uh, right where we are at 719 Sawdust Road, Suite 103, right there in the Woodlands, Texas. We've been there now for five years, mm-hmm. and we'll continue to be there. It's been a blessing that location for Do us. Do you have any kind of specialization? Uh, do you specialize in any kind of service? Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, I mean, I consider myself specialized more in commercial insurance, uh, especially commercial auto, uh, tow truck, garage type policies, any, anything commercial. 
Okay. And uh, I would definitely uh, say that Celeste is, is very specialized in, in personal lines insurance. Yeah, home and auto. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're more than you're more home and auto home insurance. Home and auto life. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I, I want to hear more of that when you introduce yourself. You know, just different things like that so people know specifically the services you're focused because that's important also. We talked about that today. We had a, a, a training, a 60-second commercial training at, at, uh, at another broken egg here in Conroe. And um, when you specialize or when you're in the mind of the consumer you specialize, you become more, you, you have more impact than when you say, I do five or 10 different things, you know? So, so you don't have to not do those five or 10 different things. It's just when you introduce yourself to me, you want to be specialized. So I get, you know, in my mind, how to categorize you, you know? So anyway, that's, that's right now, neither here nor there, because the a mail agency is going live November 1st. It's straightforward. Going independent, baby. And that, that's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> and, and, we love that because it, it yeah. truly is flying solo. It's, it's you're doing your thing. Uh, did, did you have something that you wanted to say there, Jake? Yeah, I just was curious. How hard is that to start? You know, to make this transition, yeah. or is there any struggles y'all are seeing with that? Not or? Really. I mean, <laughs> I wish I could say there were no struggles. I mean, we're letting go of a of a two million dollar book of business with with farmers uh, that that belongs to them. So, so yeah, I mean, it's definitely tough, but I, I believe in myself. I believe in, in our agency. I mean, we just hired um, a new receptionist, uh, Carla Lopez. So I, I Carla. think she's, Carla, Carla. yeah, you know, so um, we're, we're just, we're, we're moving forward. I mean, we've been very blessed. So the kids, know. the kids may or may not go to college. You know? <laughs> well, it, it just might be Lone Star. There you go. Oh, you know I mean? They're going to go to college. Lone Star cool. It might be Lone Star. Lone Star, no offense, because they're know. sponsors. So they're yes, nice. no, definitely. Great <laughs> great school. Well, and then, you know, Lone Star, the, the best thing I like about Lone Star College and the, the executives at Lone Star and stuff is that they know that they're a transition college, that they know that they're a two-year, you know, that, that you go there to get prepared right. to go to somewhere else. Exactly. And they get that, you know? That's what I did. I took my basics at Lone Star and mm-hmm. before I went to— Because it's, it's you know, unbelievably be cheaper than going to— the nicer places where you went, of course, Leo, because your dad, you know. Yeah. You grew up with, never mind. So. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, though, I, gra- I mean, I graduated from Rollins College, which is a good school in Florida, but probably nobody has ever heard of it here. Rollins? Rollins College. It sounds like a baseball glove, isn't it? Rollins? It's a R-O-L-L-I-N-S. Oh, no, Rollins. Rollins College. Rollins, no. it's R-A-W something. L-I-N-G-S. Yeah. yeah. See? Rollins. If you buy a baseball glove that it's in yeah, stores. Yeah. Anyway, all right, so let's, let's move Sorry, on. off topic. <laughs> yeah, it's way, way of, of tangent. Okay, so, so when you transitioned, uh, Jake was asking, the, I think the bigger struggle is going to be to be able to, to let go and say, okay, now we really are, you know, we have to discipline ourselves mm-hmm. to gain back that book of business in other places. And, Definitely. And, and sort of, uh, so what kind of things are you planning on doing that will be different than what you're doing now? Well, I mean, I think uh, we've already been uh, doing this and that's getting involved in, in the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. I mean, Celeste is an ambassador. She's, she's going to uh, events on Mondays, on Tuesdays. Uh, ourselves, we're getting ready to start, you know, doing a lot more marketing, buying leads, things like that, getting, mm. you know, essentially getting out, you know, more into the community, more in front of schools. Sure, sure. Uh, you know, just, you become complacent. Absolutely. You, you know, and I, and I, I can attest that I have become complacent, but I'll tell you this. I mean, every piece of business, you know, that that comes across my desk, I'm I'm hustling and you know, we're, we're getting out there. It's, it's really and, amazing. Let me tell you this. One thing for sure. Celeste is part of the presidential circle in the chamber, which you could be as well. But she, you know, brings tamales, so she's got you beat. <laughs> well, on Monday mornings we have we have meetings at my office, and then the people that that show up and that are constant and consistent 
Of course, they're, they're going to get a lot more attention. Definitely. They get more airtime. She deserves it. And then, uh, exactly, because one thing that I've noticed about, about Celeste and about other members is that they are actually giving her their business mm-hmm. in, in terms of, okay, like Greg Zachary from the Oilery, for instance. The Oilery is changing the way America buys olive oil. Not that I'm trying to plug him, but yeah, why not? I mean, Greg <laughs> is a great member, and he's also part of the presidential circle. Basically, on Mondays, they get together, and we just talk about stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Talk about you, you know, the boss, things like that, but that's normal. All good. <laughs> sure. It's all good. But but that's a big deal because all chambers of commerce, all organizations have circles of people that, that network together that are tightly knit. Mm-hmm. We we understand that we're not a niche. I mean, not a niche but we're not trying to be a clique or anything like that. So we do behave in ways that are not cliquish, but we do have close ties with one another. You know, And Celeste is, of course, part of that group. And, and I think that matters because... Uh, as an organization, we'll always look for ways to make sure we can help. You know, mm-hmm. anything we can do, we'll do it. And, and in an organization like ours, where I can't be biased, mm-hmm. I am, because because I am I'm, I'm a human being. I'm not going to necessarily go out and market only one person, so to speak. But when somebody says to me, "Who do you know that does insurance?" I'm not going to call the person that never shows up. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Much less the person that doesn't feed me. Mm-hmm. If they don't bring some food, sometimes it's going to. And that's just basic human nature. Right. You know, yeah. so, so I think that you do have some really, some really good things to look forward to moving forward after November 1st. We're excited. We are. Wouldn't you say, Celeste? Yeah, we're excited. Um, I Just from a, mm-hmm. an employee uh, point of view, I... You're not just an employee. Oh, <laughs> now you're in... What, what is she, like an owner? She, she, to me, she, I mean, she, she's like a part owner. I mean, this, uh, she, the way she works, the way she does things, I mean, she doesn't act like an employee. Okay. You know, and the way that we have invested in her too is not like an employee. Mm. You know, Thank you're you're more way more than that. Thank you, uh, but yeah, no, I, I feel. I mean, I, I was nervous at the beginning, but I'm confident because I see you know you and Sabrina, Leo and Sabrina, always positive. Sure. Um, you know, Leo is always with a positive attitude. We're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this. This is a new strategy, so it makes me confident. You know, the funnest part about all of it, it's inspiring because the funnest of all that, that you're doing is you're actually literally now going into business full-fledged on your own. Yeah. And you've already, you already have a track record of success, so you know that it's going to be okay. You know, you know it for mm-hmm. a fact. And, and you could become, of course, like anybody, you could, you could become negative if you wanted to, but why would you? If it, if it hurts your chances of success, why would you do something like that? Right. You know? Yeah. Then you really, your kids wouldn't go to college, and that, that's foolish. Yeah. Right. So, so we're really excited for the things you guys are doing because I really do think that you become more and more inspirational to other members who... Who haven't made that leap yet or haven't really been able to dissociate themselves from from their employer to do their their own business which there's a lot of folks doing that they have two different jobs you know yeah, yeah. and and so so it's exciting for you guys and in our members anyone that's listening if you want to check your insurance rates if you want to check your coverage if you want to really understand what's happening with insurance nobody better especially if you have if you know someone who's bilingual or doesn't speak english speaks mostly spanish or if you're english speaking i mean you know, Leonard went to uh, Rawlings. <laughs> Rawlings. Well, he went to a really good Rawlings school. Rawlings College. But he actually went to St. Saint, Saint Saint Thomas High School. Okay. Oh, actually, I did my master's at the University of St. Thomas. So he's a master's. I mean, the guy. Yeah. You know, so you're not talking to somebody who, who yesterday said, I'm going to start this insurance thing. You really are talking to a, to a professional who, who has a background uh, in academics, you know, who, has, who, who can understand some of the nuance of insurance. And that's exactly what you want. So if somebody Thank wants you. to reach you, do you guys have a website yet? Uh, we we do it, it's it, it's being tweaked on right okay. now, but but uh, but we do, uh, but we'll definitely let you know when we get it a little better tweaked and, sure. and ready for November first. So for sure, then guys, I mean, if you're listening and, and you want to talk to Celeste, if you want to talk to Leonard, 
come to our events, you know? So, so we have all these events coming up and we have so many other things. I didn't even tell you, you know, like next Monday we have something else on Tuesday. So we just have events every day. Yeah. And, and there's always the possibility of you uh, running into us and, and talking to our members. And for sure, because you have so many exciting things happening, it's, it's, it's just worth talking to you. So Thank we're going to talk a lot more about, about uh, now your vision and the things that for the future for you. But we also want to understand more about, about Montes and about Specialty Delights. So what do you call it? Uh, catering Delights. Sorry, yeah. Catering Delights. Because they have wonderful meatballs. I remember those. Yes, they were, yeah. <laughs> and so we'll talk more about that when we come back. So please stay with us. We'll be right back. Looking for a bilingual insurance company in the Montgomery County area? Since 2006, the Amel Agency is a family-owned insurance agency, and it all started with Leonard Amel. Now working with three full-time agents, offering home, auto, life, and umbrella insurance, the Amel Agency works with you to provide the insurance you need. Whether it be for your business or personal needs, they put that need first. The Amel Agency of the Woodlands is open Monday to Friday from 8 to 5. 832-525. 5656 or email them anytime at info at mlagency.com to answer any of your questions. For more information on location and inquiries, look up ML Agency online at mlagency.com. The ML Agency, Montgomery County's bilingual insurance agency. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5-106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. It went like this. Anyway, uh, yes, we're back. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez. We're here with the Hispanic Timber Connection, we're, and we're speaking to uh, Leonard Amel Romeye and <laughs> Celeste Gomez of the Amel Agency, going live, going independent November 1st, doing insurance of all sorts. So if you have any questions about your insurance, guys, uh, please reach out. I know that they'd love to talk to you, and so would we, uh, because they are a resource. They are sponsors of this program but they're also very committed to our Chamber of Commerce doing all kinds of things. Uh, you know, Celeste shows up every week to our, to our meetings, to our events, and that's what it takes to be successful in an organization like this. You know, a lot of folks sign up for our chamber, and they think that because they belong to a directory somewhere, now they're going to get all kinds of business. And I understand that frame of work, you know, that thought process, because I used to do that. I would, I would join chambers and, and put my name in the, you know, in the bucket and think, okay, now I'm going to get business, hoping I would get a, an easy lead, and it would never happen. Of course, I would always blame it on the chamber, but it wasn't their fault. If, if I join something, I have to commit to making a difference. And the way you make a difference is, of course, you show up. And not only do you show up, but if from time to time you can sponsor something, that's what you do as well. And that gives you the, nor- the notoriety with the exposure you need to be successful. You know, Obviously, yeah. you, you need to be a nice person too, because if you show up and you're not nice, quickly you'll be moved aside. That's, that's real simple, you know. But uh, you guys have all the characteristics for success, and we wish you, we Thank wish you, you well. Uh, Leo, there were some things that during the break that came up that Celeste said, no, you say it. Not sure what they were, so ready, go. Well, no, I think uh, 
it, it, it would be good to touch on on flood insurance and the, and the importance of, of getting flood insurance. What can insurance. you do now, though? I, I mean, you can't do anything now, but I mean, the truth of the matter is a lot of areas flooded that we never, never should have. Never should have. Yeah. Areas that were in 500, 800 mm-hmm. year floodplains mm-hmm. that flooded. Um, it's it's relatively very inexpensive, especially if you're in a preferred uh, flood zone and a preferred zone. And it's worth it's worth getting. I mean, paying two hundred to four hundred dollars a year uh, to make sure that you have the proper coverage that you need is is definitely well well worth it. And I know that Celeste, you know, since Hurricane Harvey has probably sold forty flood policies. Wow! So people are seeing the importance and the need for, now for definitely are. getting it's it. Too bad now. You know, Unfortunately, yes. Over where I live, um, I didn't get any water in the house. Nothing. That's but great. two blocks over was underwater. You know, and, and, and Cypress Creek, which runs near my house, mm-hmm. uh, all that area was a big lake and a raging river, you know, during the time. So it was unbelievable because most of those people don't have flood insurance. Right. Some of them do because every year they flood. You know, so whenever that creek goes up, people, you know, around my house, there are people that, that do get water. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that there's people still with their homes not being inspected yet. And, and how do you get that action to take place, though? You know, because we know some folks that have mold in their homes. How do they get the adjuster to come out and do something about it? What is what what action has to take place? Well, what do you guys recommend? Staying on do? top of the uh, of the adjusters, uh, just yeah. calling them over and over again. Calling them over and over again. I mean, unfortunately, what's what's going on is you have a lot of subcontractors too that are that are coming. For example, when we got hit with Harvey, we had a lot of subs that came from Florida. Sure. Well, right after they, they got back. here, they had to run back because of Florida getting hit with a hurricane. So I think it's it's one of those things that you know FEMA everybody is is using subcontractors, uh, they're coming from all over the country. You just have to continue calling, uh, contacting the insurance company, contacting your adjuster, staying on top of them so that they don't forget about you. Because unfortunately, they're dealing with thousands of claims, and you're quite honestly, you're just a number to them. Absolutely. You know, wow. so Crazy. so being consistent and calling them. We'll, we'll probably get them out a lot quicker. And that goes to you. back to your agent as well. Mm. Um, you know, if you haven't heard from your adjuster, reach out to your agent. That's what your agent is there to do is help you. Um, you know, I know with our customers, if some of them have not heard from their adjuster, they'll call us. And then what do we do? We get on the phone right. and just call the adjuster over and over again until they reach the customer. Mm. And unfortunately, some agents aren't doing that. And then the customer is stuck in a home right. full of mold mm. um, and you know, nobody reaches out to them. So. And okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So there's very little you can if, if you don't take the initiative and just insist. Yeah. It's easy to just get lost in all the paperwork, and these people don't pay attention. Yeah. Exactly. I think you had you definitely have to to be proactive, contacting your your insurance company, your insurance agent as well, like Celeste yeah, is it can saying. Be dangerous is, too. I mean, you know. What's that? It can be dangerous. Oh, for, yeah. Anyway, all right. Yeah. So let me change the subject just a little bit because we have a few minutes left, and definitely. I want to make sure we get clear about something. What is this I hear, Leonard? Leonardo. Leonardo Amel. How do you say it? Leonardo Amelie. Perdón, Leonardo Amelie. Sí. About you and the Astros. What is this whole loving of the Astros that I hear about? Because Jake over there is a, is a Red Sox dude fan. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> Go Astros. Yeah, it's, it's our year. 2017 is our year. Uh, Sports Illustrated predicted it years. Oh, they illustrated. Oh, yeah, they, they predicted it like four, four, three, four years uh, ago. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's our year. Um, I, I've heard this guy on, on on the radio and on television saying, "If the Astros win, you get every you get every." That's mattress mag. So I think if should you should we spend, go buy a mattress now? Yeah, you know, I don't need a mattress, but if I did, I definitely would be going and buying it. I mean, this would be the year to to pay off. I mean, we you know, we have a, we have a, an incredible team, mm-hmm. you, you know, and 
And I, I don't know. I think, you know, after everything, too, that has happened to the city, it, it's really uh, gotten the city energized, I mean, pumped up. You know, and I think we're we're ready to, to win a World Series, which if we win the World Series, we would be the the first Texas baseball team to do so. The Rangers haven't won a World Series. Really? I thought they yeah. did win. No, they've been twice, but they've never won. Come on, Rangers. And we've got two Puerto Ricans on the Astros team. We've got Beltran and Correa, two Puerto Rican baseball players. Ooh. So, All right, so what else? Do you have any Dominicans in there? Do we? I, I'm sure we, you know, I don't actually, we have a lot of Venezuelans. Marwin Gonzalez is Venezuelan. Obviously, Altuve, probably the best player in the major leagues is Venezuelan. And what's he drinking? Like some kind of I don't know. special I, juice? He's like five, six. Uh, he's, he's incredible. So, he's incredible. So the average, the average, I think the name, the most popular name in, in major league baseball now is Rodriguez or yeah, Gonzalez. Right. So, I mean, it's all uh -huh. dominated now by Hispanic folks, you know? So, so anyway, uh, I love that commercial really quick. There's a, there was like a Budweiser commercial or somebody that, you know, baseball American is apple pie. And it's like showing all these baseball yeah. players with their names on the back and they're mm -hmm. all Hispanic. Yeah, yeah. Last name. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> the thing is, and I think, you know, it's just like with football, same thing, you know, even though the majority might be whatever the majority is in terms of ethnicity, those the sports like that, they, they go beyond those barriers. They go beyond Definitely. things like that because it's just the love and the passion for excellence and stuff like that. So, okay, so you, what is your prediction from, from Leo, Leo Amel, from I, the Ameliades? And what are you giving if they win? What am I giving? Like a mattress. <laughs> I don't know if we can give anything. What can we give away, Celeste, if the Astros... Uh... The Astros win it Let's all. Give us some tamales. We'll, we'll give some tamales. Something like that. that but how they, who are you going to give it to? <laughs> just, just we'll, we'll, we'll have it at the office. We'll have like a day free tamales for yeah, an entire day eat. at our office. Wow. You have to come by, free tamales. Okay. So <laughs> if the Astros win. If the Astros win the World Series, free tamales for an entire day at the ML agency. How many days? How many games? Three or five? It's it's a it, well. So we still have we're, we still have the American uh, you know championship. So we're waiting to see who wins between the Yankees and the Indians. They'll play tomorrow to determine that. I'm hoping it's the Yankees. I think we just match up better against them. Uh, and and so so we still have that championship series to go. And if we win that, we go to the World Series. Wow. And are you planning on? Going to any of these games? I'm gonna try. Uh, you better know, than being in your office and yeah. screaming. Uh, you know, you're, you're you're probably right. I, I probably don't. To be honest, I probably don't get. I'm not very productive. I'm listening to the game, so I probably would be better served just going to the Astros game. Sure. And, and can you get tickets? Do you think? I, it, I mean, I, I looked. They're 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 pretty expensive. Yeah, I mean, I you can get some. Free you can get you can get some free tickets. Oh, I don't know about for you, but I can get free tickets for me. <laughs> well, you know, you just get those free tickets for you. You pass yeah. them on over here. He's got connections. Yeah. If you want tamales. There you go. Oh, well, maybe for some tamales. I, we, we can talk about an exchange. Well, we can get a few dozen tamales. <laughs> yeah, because we can make something happen. Yeah. Okay, so so the Astros are in for sure. What about, okay, I saw something on Facebook also. Since we're talking about sports, we'll get off this in a second. But I saw something on Facebook that said, we suck again. And it was a whole Texans thing. Oh, the Texans. Do you think that that's the case? Are they getting, are they in bad shape now? I, I don't, personally, I don't think so, no. I mean, Deshaun Watson, he's he's the real deal. I mean, he, he's a rookie quarterback that just came out from Clemson, uh, and he's incredible. I mean, he, he's, he we put him in, we started with Tom Savage, pulled him out, put him in, and he's, I mean, he's been putting points on the board that we haven't seen as a, as a, uh, a Texans franchise. I mean, it, it's devastating to have lost Merciless and J.J. Watt. I mean, those are two of our, our best defensive players. Um, so it's it's going to be a, a tough a tough season. We've always boasted on and and depended on our defense. Sure. But we've got offense, and you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm kind of the person that looks at things, you know, with with a cup half full. I mean, we might not make it this year 
to the playoffs, but we we finally at least got our quarterback, and and, and JJ Watt will be back. Merciless will be back. Sounds like a true Texans fan. Not this, not this year. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Yeah. Leo, the insurance agent and sports expert. No, All right. Sure. Thanks, Leo. That's very good. Very good commentary. Celeste, do you have any closing words for our audience? Is there something that you'd like to say? Uh, you, your speaker series is this Friday. It's at 1130. Go ahead. Yeah, it is at 1130 on Friday. Mm-hmm. So just inviting everybody that wants to attend. Again, it's... Um, it's catered. all free. It is It is free, free and free. Yeah, free lunch. La Cocina Roberto, which is excellent Mexican food. So anybody you know, that... Roberto's not Mexican. I know. But it doesn't matter. It's good food. He has yeah. really good food. Yeah. La Cocina de Roberto, 1130. Mm-hmm. 1130. Momentum title. Friday. Awesome. Yeah, this Friday, Elizabeth is uh, speaking. And Elizabeth then Griever. Looks, uh, from Everson Cooper. And then next month, it's going to be our turn to speak. So we're looking forward to that as well. And it's going to be monthly. Very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Leo, is there anything else that you'd like to say in the next, like, 20 seconds? No, I, we're just uh, grateful to be here. Thank you for having us. And uh, we just c- continue to want to promote the, the chamber. And uh, those that are listening, I hope that if you haven't signed up, that you will see the the importance of investing in this for for you and your and your company. Very good, thank you, Leo. Yeah, Jake, anything from you since you've become part of this conversation now? <laughs> go Astros! I got to root for him here on out, right? Uh, there you go, okay. go there Astros! You go. Now, now you're part of the team. <laughs> I'm a bandwagon. What can I say? So once again, <laughs> uh, with the ML Agency, thank you so much, Leo. Thank you, Celeste, for being on the show. We'll be back next week, and we appreciate all of your help and all of your sponsorships. And thanks again. And we'll see you guys again real soon. Thank you. And this is Carlos Santos saying, have a good week. Goodbye. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas, at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.